Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, good stuff going on now that uh, football's over. To see, uh, once again, the Panthers playing great right now. One of the best records in the NHL. Get another win, as you just heard there. Uh, in Pittsburgh last night, the Heat. Um, you, you, you never, what a turnaround, first of all, uh, my God, I thought Jacks might be jumping up and down after what they were able to do with so many guys out getting back to back. The hardest thing in sports, man, for, uh, for, for hockey and for basketball is back to back nights on the road where you play, you travel, um, and you play the next night. I mean, it just, you, you talk about getting thrown out of your, uh, what you're used to doing, my God. So uh, for the Heat to get a win in Philadelphia and Milwaukee, just really impressive. Robinson had five threes. Bam, another double-double for him. Hero had 23. Highsmith off the bench had 16. Just a uh, lot of great things going on, man. A lot to get to. We'll uh, we'll be talking about a little bit more. They win six out of eight going into the All-Star break after – we were having meetings, and we had to have a truth. We had to sit and watch tapes together, and we had to be blatantly honest with, with each other. And you're wondering how that was going to go. And people want to talk up about you, something you're not happy about, go ahead. And, I mean, those can be a train wreck, man. If those are really like that, and all of a sudden a guy, hey, you've been a little quiet in the corner, what's wrong? And all of a sudden, there's a little jab that comes out at somebody. And then it's on, man. All the bad blood comes out. But uh, whatever was said, it apparently has worked. And, and by the way, they uh, – I, I said this. I'm going to stick with it. If they get everybody back and they get that movement that they got last night, some of the threes they've gotten the last couple of nights of just wide open with an extra pass, the movement of the ball, the way they're – communicating and playing together, man. It has just been beautiful, beautiful to watch in the way they're playing. And, and they got some guy. Duncan Robinson just by far having his best season. He says, hey, you put me where you want, but you give me my minutes every night. I'll come off the bench. I'll start um, just, just getting better. Just getting better. His movement, uh, his confidence right now, man. That ball almost, my TV tells me when it leaves his hand, yeah, uh, there's some I never seen call, uh, that confidence screaming, bleeding off that uh, TV of mine. Says there's a good chance it's going in. That's the way he's playing right now. We got a lot of stuff to get to. By the way, guess who's back up in Jupiter? Marlins pitchers and catchers first day on the field today. 
and uh, and I don't know what happened to you and basketball team. It's uh, they are uh, for what I thought they were going to be, and we talked about this team having a chance to be as good as last year's team with the talent and if they can just play together. And and I know health is is always a topic when you're struggling. We always go to that because we do it in every team with every team. Well, they're a little injured right now, but they uh, they turned out to be one of the worst teams in the ACC right now. And I um, the way it started, I, I thought they're going to be pretty damn good. And it just uh, for whatever reason, um, it just hasn't worked out. Just has not. Again, sometimes you put something together. You bring a couple of transfer portal guys in. You get a couple of uh, top-notch guys out of high school. And it kind of comes together. Everybody buys into what you're teaching and what you're doing. Likes their role. No pouting. Want to get better. See the big picture. And sometimes guys come in worried about their own numbers, man. And get into the NBA and you are slowing me down with what you're doing and the way we're playing. And oh, by the way... I'm a little banged up tonight. I could probably play, but I don't think I'm going to play till I feel better. Um, you start getting that, and I've seen it in college level. I've seen it at the pro level, and uh, there is no guarantee. I, I I went through this yesterday, Woody, talking about we, we watch in the NBA and we watch where the top free agents go, and they go, that's a team to beat. How many years in a row? Milwaukee gets Lillard. We saw Brooklyn all of a sudden get the big three. Oh, my gosh. They're the team to beat. They're the team to beat. They're the team to beat. And then they don't get along. They want to play. And they they bring, they bring the same junk in their trunk that they have with every team they've been on. They don't change. They don't change. Something goes wrong. Something doesn't work out. And they want out. They don't want to be there. They don't want to play. I'm taking tonight off. Something's bothering me. And uh, team gets thrown out. I mean, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a love affair in uh, Brooklyn, right? The, the, that three. They couldn't even make it a year together. They couldn't stand each other. And they're all cowards to not come out and say what they really thought about each other. And uh, just, you know, talk about not liking certain things. I see... Kyrie blaming the mayor for his rules and regulations. And I'm like, wow, that's the best you can do. Anyway, so you never know, man, at every level. And UM basketball is another one. That team look like at least a top 20 team. And I don't mean top 10, but look like it could have been late teens, that team. And they don't look anything like it. The good news is they're on TV a lot, so you can see them. <laughs> so, well, look, they have two guys that are projected to go in the top ten of the NBA draft. Yeah, who's that? That would be Keyshawn George and Wilga Poplar. Well, Poplar Both projected your NBA draft on that, whichever your draft, you know, mock draft service of choices. But those guys are both first round picks and high first round picks. Man, Woody, I I don't see it when I watch well, them. Sometimes when I'm watching. I don't even know. I have to ask you in the morning, like, which guy was supposed to be a first-rounder and which guy <laughs> yeah. needs to maybe stay six years in college? Sadly, both of them. And, well, I don't think either of them are going to stay, Joe, with those uh, those projections. But uh, Oh, go out. Wooga Poplar was supposed to fill a role, you know, a, a void that was left was by Isaiah good, Wong. He was, he was starting to look good uh, last year. He still is good. That's the that's the issue. And he's just not, not producing anymore. And he just, you know, they, they go through these games and basically the entire season, Joe, he has not put his stamp on this thing. Yeah. And he was supposed to fill that void that Isaiah Wong and, 
you know, really Jordan Miller left. And that was why you brought in, you know, between Wuga stepping up and Matt Cleveland, who they brought in from FSU, you know, those guys are supposed to fill that void and it, it just hasn't hasn't happened. That oh, way. I get it, man. I uh I see it. And you talk about a couple of guys that, that are gone that were so good down in, in the big games and clutch, played well together, defended, did everything. Did everything. That small lineup, they did everything. And I know Nigel Pack's been, you know, banged up, but you know, he can't go scoreless in a game like that. He's nope. just just too important offensively for them and it's kind of crazy, man, because they started off the season. They looked at they were to score 100 points a game, and their offense has really, really fallen off. Yeah, that's well, kind of been the tough part of it. I'm but. not. Uh, I'm sure Jim, who gets to see it every day and deals with it, we we always rave about Jim Larinaga and the great job that he does. But uh, I, I'm gonna say it again: just because you bring in guys, they look like a good fit. You sell them. You sell them on uh, the next level. You sell them on. Going to the big dance, you sell them on every, sell them on money. Boy, you you just never, you never know what uh, what it's going to look like. Just uh, another great example. By the way, um, not to put a downer on our show here in South Florida. So now you can't even go to a championship parade. Parents can no longer, which used to be a big thing, man. I remember when the Miami Heat, um, the kids all wanted to go down there and see it. They, they wanted to be down there and see the whole thing and go, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure we get you down there. I got to work, but we'll, we'll make sure and I keep an eye on you guys kind of, but go down there. And they thought that was the coolest thing, man. See a championship parade of a team you've grown up watching, right? Just, and by the way, a big, a big part of that thing is not grownups. It, it is kids, man. The kids are the ones that love the teams, man. Even if you don't like grownups and the way they act, the kids, Kids, I mean, the guys they look up to and, and everything, and they win a championship, and they've been watching them on TV. Maybe you take them to a couple of games, and now you get to see the parade and hear what your superstars are going to say. We're going to do it again. How about a three-peat? Let's do it, you know, again. And you have a friggin' shooting in Kansas City, one dead, 22 shot. I guess they've got three suspects right now, including, I guess, saying some of the fans actually tackled these ass clowns. Uh, I, I, mean, I heard the parents. I finally had to turn it off of, uh, of grieving parents that had their kids there. It was, And by the way, a bunch of them was, was mother-daughters that went in their Kansas City Chiefs jerseys are showing last night. And I hear parents going, wow, we can't even bring our kids to a celebration. The most harmless thing we have, a celebration of a championship, well, back-to-back for Kansas City, but to see all our guys that we've been watching and listen to what they say and, and feel like we're part of it, and and we can't even go to those anymore. You, you can't even go to those. And I know we've been shootings. We've had a terrible one down here at Douglas High School. And well, the sickest part is I know it was six years to the day yesterday, right, yeah, that that, it that was. happened. It was. It it really it's kind of amazing that nothing has has changed. No, not, and, not at all. So. And you know what? If, if you anything, really, it's gotten worse. Yeah, I was gonna say if you really want to step back and. But uh, you should see, man. I know you're not on Twitter and stuff, but you should see the way people speak to each other and try to, you know, try try to hash these issues out. And well, there's, there's just no way. there's either once you're you're on one side yep. or the other, and there's no middle ground, and people are just vicious. Yeah, no, I've I've heard it. Really I've, nasty stuff. I've heard it at family functions, going home. I've I've heard it. Uh, I've heard it everywhere, and all I'm saying, 
It's just pretty sad. You can't take your daughter or son to a championship parade without now you got to worry about am I going to get shot in the back or be in the wrong place at the wrong time trying to get a good seat to watch my friggin' team celebrate, and I want to be there to see it and get some pictures. Wow, that's that's where we are anyway. You know they do that in schools, by the way. My son had to do that the other day. They have a uh, like a shooting drill. Are they really? Uh huh. Yeah. That's it's sad as hell, man. It yeah. really. That, no, that's, we're, uh, you know we didn't we obviously no, didn't have to do that when I, I was didn't a have kid, to do that either. I mean that is that is it was really sad to have to hear that that they got to practice you know locking the doors and getting under the yeah. desk or whatever it is no. they do. I mean, well, listen, like I said, we had it right here in South Florida. It's changed. I'm guessing changed a lot of rules and regulations, and and uh, I see it at football games. Uh, sometimes you hear gunshots outside, and they got you know the police checking around and. Everybody down low, and you delay the game, and yeah, it's uh, we see it, man. It's uh, it's a different time for sure. Anyway, that's uh, that's only part of our job is to talk about that. The other part is uh, to talk about all our teams playing and everything that's going on. So we got a lot of stuff to get to here this morning, um, including some dolphin stuff that we'll uh, we'll hit you with. But uh, a lot of busy busy time right now. Busy busy time. It's always fun for me as I get older. Woody, it's funny we're just talking about it. How things come together, who plays well, who doesn't play well, and uh, how you overcome things, especially after you lose seven straight, like the Miami Heat did. And yet, that friggin' culture thing, if you don't think that thing is powerful, I, I think what is going on right now and those back-to-back wins, I don't want to say most impressive thing I've, I've seen around here in a long time, but they take that group, and they have them playing. It was like somebody forgot to go, you guys are uh, – hey, by the way, you guys are kind of role players. And, like, screw you. I'm going to be a frontline guy that helps win this thing in the fourth quarter because uh, I'm here in the Miami Heat uniform. It's crazy. It's crazy what they do. I saw Doc Rivers even talking about it. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing the guys they draft. It's amazing. I even had to ask Spo, Spo, what the hell are you doing that the rest of us aren't doing? It's real, man. It's real. Hey, we're uh, we're real. We're real and uh, live here at the show. We do have uh, a lot of stuff to get to here, including uh, some dolphin stuff that we'll, uh, we'll be hitting this morning. Hope everybody out there is safe. And, uh, by the way, yesterday, apparently, if you're a defensive coordinator and you lose in the Super Bowl, <laughs> your job is not safe. We'll tell you more about that when we come back as well. But first, I want to talk about low T. Man, I know I go back to things that I'm dealing with, man. And, and uh, you know, we, we've talked so much about uh, low testosterone and uh, what, it, what it does for people out there. And it starts, by the way, you start losing your testosterone levels in your 30s and 2, 3, 4% a year. And the next thing you know, you're in your 40s or 50s. And, man, you find yourself constantly tired, not working out the same. Your energy levels aren't as good. Your sex drive is gone. And uh, probably don't talk enough about that. And as uh, everybody always tells me, uh, by the way, when I go to Atlantic Men's Clinic, is, hey, Joe, low T and ED will be tied together for life because they really do affect each other. And uh, I just want to tell you this. If you're serious about getting your testosterone levels back up and really getting so much more out of life, I've been on it. I've been off it. I've been on it now for six months. And I got to tell you, I feel a whole lot better talking about playing tennis longer 
coming home, having energy to go in and work, take some time off, just uh, just enjoying my life, man. Just enjoying my life, and I owe a lot of it to Atlantic Men's Clinic. I really do for everything. Just feeling better, more energy on the weekends. Can't wait to get up and work out and do things and run around and chase my wife around the house a little bit. Listen, I, uh, I'm just telling everybody out there that may have low T, you can do something about it. Um, matter of fact, Atlantic Men's Clinic, they'll do your lab work. They'll have your results with th- within 30 minutes. Florida licensed medical provider will review your results with you and discuss your options and will make the decision together with their medical team there. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a team, a PSA test. And if you sign up for testosterone treatment, the day of your appointment, your visit is free. So what are you waiting for? You know you have it. You know, chasing around, nothing's working. Maybe it's time that you go to AtlanticMensClinic.com or call 877-455-7300. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Six locations in South Florida. All right, welcome back and uh, good morning to everybody. As we're, uh, I think we're over the, the Super Bowl stuff and I think we've stroked Patrick Mahomes enough on on how good he is, I I guess everybody has kind of talked about it. Wherever you put him, he is obviously very special with uh, with a game full of really good football players at every position and breaking down what happened and uh, just beating the hell out of uh, everything and every play from San Francisco as well as Kansas City in that game. Um, you never know, uh, so so it was kind of weird. I listened to the press conference with the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan, their head coach after. I was curious, you know, a little 49er blood and still it I had to check. I still have a little bit of 49er blood from it being a kid. It's not 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 as much since I got drafted back here many years ago, but there's still a little bit there because I, you know, I was out and all my buddy, they're all fired up and Everybody was jacked up, and my dad wanted to get a new TV, and we got him a new TV out there before the Super Bowl so, you know, he could see it and everything. So I was kind of curious, like Kyle Shanahan, oh, no, we're, you know, and, and he got beat up about the calls. And, and by the way, just about every day somebody else comes out and is going, what the hell? Overtime, you take the ball first with Mahomes? You're, you know he's got four downs? Really? What are you doing? What? The best of the video, the Chiefs on the sideline, like laughing at him. Well, they clearly that had, was awesome. They clearly had their game plan together, and apparently Kyle Shanahan was keeping his real quiet, yeah. real private. The, the right game plan, the only game plan. Yeah, apparently it's between he and his analytics guy. Yeah. Like, well, They're over hey. on the sideline laughing at him. 
So so anyway, um, I, I, I said this a few days ago, Woody, and I'm not chest beating. I'm just saying I, I made an observation during the game. So I don't know if people caught. And early in the year, um, Steve Wilkes is their third defensive coordinator here in, in recent years. The other two guys, by the way, have gone on, D'Amico Ryans and Robert Sala. Uh, to be their head coaches, so it's obvious if if you get in that tree, that San Francisco tree, you, you, you know, a lot of those guys are getting jobs for uh, especially defensive coordinators to be head coaches and position coaches are becoming coordinators with those guys. So, so uh, being part of that Forty Nine er thing, Mike McDaniel was out there as a coordinator, and and now you know he's a head coach here for the Dolphins. So it's happened to a lot of guys. A lot of guys have gotten promotions and and the whole thing. So I did notice that during the game, um, in overtime, I don't know if you noticed, but Shanahan called a timeout. And you're going, ooh, that's kind of weird. It wasn't an offense. It was the 49er defense. And and maybe he's trying to give him a rest or, you know, let him get, get it because Mahomes and, and everything. And a lot of people said, no, it was a change of defensive call that he heard in his ear and he didn't like what Steve Wilkes was doing. So – Early in the year, they had blown a game, and it was really weird. I still remember um, Shanahan being real critical of Steve Wilkes of of his call, and and apparently he's made it real clear, like, look, we got a defensive system. We got great players. Got as many good defensive players as anybody in the game right now on a team. We, we want to make sure we kind of keep the same system going. I don't know what has happened, but I, I saw Nick Bose's comments after especially on that read option which Mahomes ran and and uh, said we could have been better prepared for it well anytime you say I, I'm not saying Nick's trying to throw it look and Nick can say whatever he wants he's one of the four or five best defensive players in the game but Nick Boza comes out and says you know we we could have been better prepared I don't know about you but when I hear that I'm going "Ooh, that's never good when somebody says they didn't know something or they weren't prepared that's th- those are not good comments, and um, and so they come out and they fire Steve Wilkes a couple of days after the Super Bowl, and he's he's out of a job, and so you know everybody was stirred up and had an opinion on it. The defense is really good. They had some great numbers, by the way. Not all their numbers were great, but you know takeaways. I think they led the league in interceptions. Did a lot of good things. But I got to tell you, man, if if the head coach who's seen what it looks like from the last two guys and it doesn't work or feel right and if players, you know, coaches go to players, um, these kind of things, man, these things happen. Even to guys playing, you're thinking coordinators are pretty safe, right? If you make it to a Super Bowl, you just never know. You just never know. But I'll tell you what, the writing was on the wall on that timeout in overtime that this is not going to go well, especially if they lose this game. And sure enough, they ended up losing the game. So there's going to be a lot of talk and, and our, our writers, and, and they get a lot of hits on it because a lot of Dolphin fans want to know, all right, season's over, fresh start, a lot of work to do. Who's going to be healthy enough coming back? Listen, I, I have said this since since the playoffs and the Dolphins were knocked out by Kansas City. I have been saying – Chris Greer is going to have one of the busiest and most difficult decisions financially, 
uh, going to have to depend on doctors more than ever with uh, the injuries that they took from a key position like pass rushers could be the second most important position in football. And you're trying to figure out with three of your four best pass rushers, either injured or free agents, what are you going to do? They're expensive positions, and in this case, they're under contract, but they're injured. I don't have any idea at all when you're going to be able to get a couple of those guys back. Have no idea when Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips will be able to come back. I figure eight to nine months at 100%, maybe, but that hadn't happened. We had a lot of, we had some guys in the secondary coming off some injuries and never did look, um, never did. Brandon. Jo- I thought Brandon Jones looked like himself towards the end of the season, but Nick Needham just never looked like Nick Needham to me. The Nick Needham that was really good in the slot before the injury, I didn't see that guy last year. I didn't see him. He just didn't get a back. It's going to take longer for him to get healthy. So, so the so the Dolphins and and Chris Greer got to depend on obviously money. Uh, doctors are going to tell them they're going to have to go by some. Hey, when are those guys? When do you think they'll be a hundred percent? Because it's a lot of money, and they're two of our best players. They're basically they're both first round picks. You gave up a lot to get Bradley Chubb, and Jalen Phillips is obviously a key guy and a and a first round pick for the Dolphins. So, so they got to go through that, and then you got to figure out what are you going to do on this offensive line. Where does Rob Hunt and Connor Williams fit in to all the other free agents? Because that's basically what they are now. And how important is it to get one of them back? Both of them back? Or they're too expensive? We're we're moving on. And that leads me to the, the third part of this thing. That's those top two picks. First and second round pick. I'm telling you, um, with the with the with the money situation, fifty one to fifty two million over the cap, which again, I've seen big cap numbers before and we've overcome them and cleaned them up real quickly and nobody said a word. So I, there's a lot of ways to do it. A lot of different ways to do it that only Mr. Ross cares about because he's the one that's got to write the checks to to basically clean it up. But I'm a real big believer. I come from the school of do a majority of your work through the draft. So we got away from it the last couple years. We did. I mean, we we had less, and I and I know we had a we had a rookie this year running back. HM was fantastic, but but for the most part, we got out of the draft business the last two years. We did. We we used it to get bring in good players, and again, I got no problem with it. I got no problem with what they did. They were going for it. They won eleven games, and uh, and you know the rest of the story. Without beating it up here, as we're now officially into the off season. But I'm a real, real big, and if we move those picks and we don't use draft picks, I'm going to be a little salty, and I'm going to start to point fingers real hard at people in this uh, organization if we don't draft. The draft works, man. The draft works. I'm tired of people telling me, well, it doesn't work, and it takes too long. Uh, you're talking the wrong guy, man. I came in the league with Don McNeil and Dwight Stevenson. Don McNeil lined up day one. As a 21st overall pick and kicked ass. Day one came in, was our best corner guy, and I was like, wow, this guy is sick good. And by the way, the second pick 
in that same draft for the Miami Dolphins was the greatest center of all time, Dwight Stevenson. Now, I'm not going to get in. And both, by the way, they were teammates at Alabama. So I'm not getting into the whole, you know, every second-round pick's going to be a Hall of Famer. And and by the way, clearly the greatest center of all time. All you got to do is go back and look at 20 of his plays in one game. And you pick the game and you see how good he was. And then, you know, I get there and start learning more about my team, and I find out A.J. Dewey and Bob Baumhauer were first and second round picks in the same draft. I was like, wow. So everybody talked about how good that defense was. A.J. Dewey, linebacker, pass rusher, and Bob Baumhauer, defensive tackle. My God, were they good. Now, now to get away from old school so people don't get offended, how about when the Miami Dolphins bring in Richmond Webb and Key Sims and go, we just we, we need help on the O-line. We're going to draft the first and second round picks and get our left tackle and left guard. Played together forever at a high level. Richmond Webb, hell, what, what do I need to say? Real close to being a Hall of Famer, if, if not in the near future. And Key Sims had a really good career. Um, I'll give you another one recently that that Chris Greer can relate to because he's part of them too. He goes out and gets Tunsil and Howard. Now you're going, well, well, I know, but it doesn't take away from how good Tunsil is. Tunsil's still one of the best left tackles in football, except he plays in Houston, making a ton of money. But he, he was what he was supposed to be. We played him at guard for a little while, but there's no question he was going to end up being one of the best left tackles in football. And, and the other guy, the X-Man, what a career. I don't know if it's over or not, but somebody said I could get what I just got out of X-Man, one of the best second-round picks we've ever had in the history of the franchise, one of the best defensive backs. So I don't want to hear anybody tell me, well, you know, like, I don't know, first and second-round picks, it's a crapshoot. Hey, Waddle, Holland, Phillips Holland, uh, late bloomers and two in Austin Jack. I just don't want to hear people tell me, more people tell me yesterday, I don't know, I'd rather just do what we've been doing, let's go make a splash, and how many splash you have to, how many more splash you need to make? We need to get young dudes that got a lot of tread on their tire that have nothing but upside, nothing but upside. You can't just keep going out and buying $20 million a year players, you can't do it, $18 million, you can't do it. So anyway, I, I hope you're with me, man. I uh, We got a first and a second round pick, and we friggin' better use them. Not will we. We friggin' need to use them and draft guys. You want to flirt with them, move them up or down, and grab another one and get, get into third round? I'm okay with that because I believe in third round picks too. Anyway, we got to go to break. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Had to get that off my chest this morning. I feel like I do it early in the morning because those coaches go in early in the morning. And I like to get everything stirred up over in that building a little bit, and uh, and and uh, and and whether they agree or, or disagree, the draft does work. And if any of those guys been around the game for a while, they understand. And then go to their teams they've been on, and they can look and they go, the draft does work. Some teams are better at it than others, but the draft does work. Right now, I got to tell you about something really important that I was just talking about: sports-related injuries. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, those Baptist Health South Florida doctors have been busy this year, haven't they? With the Panthers, the Heat, the Dolphins, Inter-Miami. Boy, they have been busy. FIU, FAU, 
uh, taking care of a lot of high school, college, and professional athletes. You know why? Because they're one of the top sports medicine programs in the country. Baptist Health South Florida. One big part of Baptist Health South Florida is their sports medicine program with the top specialists, surgeons. I've gotten to know them all through the years of doing work with them. And when people call and they go, are they really that good? Are, yeah. Then you hear a guy come out and go, I want to thank Dr. Yeah. Yeah, of course. They went out and got the best in the business for the knee, any kind of knee operation. Shoulder, foot and ankle, hand, back, hip and knee replacement. And with that, they are Baptist Health South Florida for a reason. We got three facilities I highly recommend you go to if you have a sports-related injury where those doctors are working in Dade and Broward County. From uh, Doctors Hospital in Coral Gables to Hard Rock Stadium next to the training facility up to the new facility in 595 in Pine Island Implantation, Broward. It is set up so nicely. Went there the other day again. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. One go every day. Good morning, Dr. Swartzen. One game every day. It's about getting you healthy, playing the sports you love the most. All right, welcome back and uh, good morning, everybody. I feel a little bit better, man, after that that uh, thing and I've been listening to all these Dolphin guys, and everybody's got – I get everybody's got a little GM in them in the offseason. Everybody's got a little we need to do this. And I've had more people come up to me than tell me, screw the picks, man. No, let's, let's, let's use them to – and I was like, no. I think that's the route to go. I know but, you do. You know. but, but you know what? Joe, I can't go another season with with what with what we just saw. I I just like, you know, because you know what's going to happen. That was right? a really good football team. Okay, which one? The Dolphins were really good. They won eleven games. They were a good football team. Really good football. Okay, team. well, maybe you don't think so. That that's okay. obviously debatable. Really good is debatable, but I don't know about other Dolphin fans. I can't get roped in again like that. Roped just in to get what? crushed. That you, th- you I thought they were really good. I think everyone thought they were really good, and we're talking about them, you know, going to Vegas, and we're back here, you know, getting this guy sending out for credentials for the Super Bowl, and he goes, you know, do we have a shot? I said, yeah, I think we have a shot. No, I did that. I said, yeah, I think we have a shot. And, again, all roads lead back to the same place, and, like, it it would be really, you know, just to get, what are we going to do, get roped in again next season when they start off fast and they, they start, you know, What's that have to do and... with two draft picks? That what does it have in? to do with it? it yeah, has to I'm going to hear with... since you you spend so much time on you. Let me hear. Well, my my theory may be wrong, but I think that they need to go yeah. after guys that are established players if you want to try to win it. You know, right now they're going to do plenty of that, Woody. That that's not dead. They're going to do plenty of that. I don't know that I want to put a lot of faith team. in Chris Greer to go out there and and bring oh. in some 22 year old kids that you know may or may not be able to play. Well. Because we don't need another project, another development project, or any of that kind of stuff. First and second round picks shouldn't be projects. Well, they sometimes have become that down here. I, I, and everybody misses on if some. If you miss on those two picks, I mean, you're screwed, man. You got to improve. The team has a lot of areas they need to improve in. So, so here's the other part of that. Just, to, just to, just to give it to your thing, okay? And, and, and if that's the way you feel, and you, you want to forget about the salary cap and and part of the beauty of the draft when you do hit on a guy you got him under contract on the cheap for a while which is really good the first round pick don't get me wrong gets a big signing bonus up front but his base salary is low and you get him on the cheap and if he's really good you're you're in great shape and and that's what 
that's what teams that have a lot of confidence in the draft, I can do this with the draft, I can get some guy. oh, we got some guys that can come in and play right away. Here's the other problem you have, and I think we've seen this a lot. We, we do have to bring in free agents, and we will bring in lots of what I call middle-class free agents, a little below and a little above middle-class because you got to have those guys on the team, guys that fit the system and you get the most out of. But, Woody, you got to overpay for those because everybody else is interested in them, and then sometimes they come in and they're just not <clears throat> as good as you're hoping they'd be. They're a, they're a Band-Aid. They're a Band-Aid to your, to your system. Um, there's no upside. Usually if a guy comes in as a middle-class free agent, that's what he is on your team. If he's a special teams guy and, and gives you a little bit, if a couple guys go down, that's okay. can fill in. And, but, Woody, the upside of draft picks? Yeah, but you do understand, and we're getting this on the text line here, like you do understand people are done with Chris Greer, right? Yes, a hundred percent, and there are not a lot of people a, out there. And I'm not going to scream and you know, fire Chris Greer. Like I don't think it matters at this point. No, because he's not going anywhere. You. Chris Greer's um, not going anywhere. No, I know. Well he's I, not I, going I realize that, but like, do you want to put that kind of pressure on him to make these picks? Which he's the such, GM. I understand he's the GM, Joe, but that doesn't mean you have, that him. doesn't mean you have faith in the guy's going to nail the picks. So, so let me get it. Let me get this right. So our fan base, because I've heard this, by the way. This, you're not the first one. Thank you for reminding me. So this is not like I just woke up and I've been sitting in a closet for the last three years. And So you're telling me that, well, Chris is our GM, and the reason he does all these deals because he's afraid he's going to blow it on these draft picks, and that's going to that's gonna, – he knows if it, if it continues and he doesn't hit on draft picks, he's going to get fired. And so we don't trust him. He doesn't trust himself. And listen, man, the biggest part of a GM's job, the biggest part where the most money spent is a draft. <laughs> it's the draft. It's the combine. It's the senior bowl. It's the East-West game. It's pro day workouts where I see dolphin hats everywhere. Coaches going to everything. Assistant GM, GM going to things. No one's disagreeing with what you're saying right now, by the way. I think just you know, people just don't think that this guy is capable of making the picks that's the fear of the dolphin fan right well, now at the end of because the day, he's been very unsuccessful well at the end is a the bad day, track record well the end of the day he has hit on some picks by the way he has he has hit well on yeah you're gonna hit on some of them you can't miss on all of them not every player drafts gonna be bad but he's missed on some big ones well just for the record i think uh, time's running out here, and this just getting to the playoffs and losing in the first round, I'm guessing it's starting to get even a little bit old to Tom and Steve, as in CEO and owner. I think they may be getting a little tired of just making it to the playoffs. But they've put themselves in a bad spot here, though, Joe. Like, you know, Omar and everyone said, like, they've they've spent a ton of money. They've tied themselves and are probably going to tie themselves to this quarterback for the foreseeable future. Yes, so you put yourself in kind of a strange spot here where, again, I, you know, Dolphins have been stuck in this mediocrity thing, right? Seven, eight, nine wins. That's kind of where they've been stuck forever for the most, nine, most part of this nine, thing. 11, Minus nine the 10. rebuild, right? Minus the rebuild so, years. So the last four years, yes. So what, what, two nines, a 10, and an 11. They're always just good nine. enough where they're not going to get one of those really high, you know, prized picks in the beginning unless, again, you 
attempt to tank. So what's your point, though? My well, point is that you're just kind of stuck in the middle again. So you And don't think- I don't know that you have a quarterback, number one, that can get you over the hump. And number two, like, you know, I, I got to listen to guys like Omar who do this stuff Stop for a living. Stop bringing up Omar. He's in your head. He is in my head. He, he I've never seen head. a guy in your head, and, and you because guys like hang out together. Because he up this stuff, and it's like, you know, I don't know, maybe he's right. Maybe they are going to be in a bad cap spot in a, in a year or so. And you know what? You're going to be back at square one where you're going to be a 500 team, and that seems like what they're destined to be. Well, listen, apparently a lot of you guys have quit on the draft, and I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. Matter of fact, I'm turning up the heat to go out and use those top two picks. I don't care, and I know that it's not like pick eight and and pick 34 in the draft, early first round and second round picks. But the draft works, man, and you got to hit on it. You you need to get some guys to come in right away, man. August, ready to go. September, ready to go, and we just watch them get more confidence and better and better. A lot of tread on the tires and and uh, and get something out of. We've done we we've done it with two years without. Outside of HN, we have done two years without getting the draft. I know we got caught up in what we got for some of those picks, but. You still got to get it at the other end, and and you need to get it with your first and second round pick. That, that's my story. I believe it 100%, and yes, it's going to all fall at the end of the day. There's no Tannenbaum. There's no dominant head coach. At the end of the day, it's going to be on the general manager, Chris Greer, and if he gives those picks away, I am going to go friggin' nuts. I'm going to go nuts if he gives up. Well, I'll be here to calm you down. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe, And I I got to tell you, uh, we are, I do appreciate this. All of our texters uh, are getting after it this morning. Can we please read these when we get back? Yeah. No, no. Because they have some good takes on this thing, man. I want to give you their perspective on this thing. So, so, and it's fine. And and I get the Chris Greer stuff that people do not want Chris Greer. He's been here forever. What are we doing? I, I hear it all the time, too. I do. And I'm just telling you, Chris Greer's a little bit like that, uh, that New Jersey. He's not going away. <laughs> that new logo. He's not going away. Do we get a final answer on that thing? That's that's. All right. Happen. Hey, listen. We got. We got to be like the, the Jets, like ten minutes after the Super Bowl, announced that we're going to yeah. go with the. Yeah. Uh, right. What the hell was that? I don't know. You know, I they always try to make us feel better. Yeah. Is what they always do. All right. Seven o'clock hours coming up, man. We got a lot of stuff to get to here this morning. I just wanted to to kind of get you guys rolling a little bit. I wanted to get them rolling over a training facility a little bit and going. Damn it! Let's do something. We can do it. But right now, I want to talk to you about pitchers and catchers. Now, pitchers and catchers reporting today up in Jupiter. My voice goes back to normal. Oh, yeah, man. I know Alcantara's out, and uh, they're going to miss him. They got a lot of good arms. And uh, so, pitchers and catchers today on the field. And by the way, get your tickets now for Marlin- at marlins.com slash tickets. Don't skip opening day. Opening day is still special on Thursday, March 28th. As uh, if you're wondering, so we got it. It's all coming back with all the great programs. I want to let you know, too, Monster Jam. It's actually really fun. If you've got kids, Monster Jam is a blast. It's going to be back at Lone Depot Park February 24th and 25th. You know, the Gravedigger and the, all the rest of his buddies out there flipping around and bouncing all over the uh, top of cars and trucks and everything else. So uh, it's always a fun time. Buy your tickets today at martins.com slash Monster Jam as uh, baseball's about ready to get going. We'll be telling you about all the programs they have set up on 
uh, the week and some of their specials they're going to have for you to take advantage of, especially to the very loyal fans that go to a lot of games. We'll have all that. But Marlins baseball is officially back today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.